Hey, y'all, and welcome to Pursue Excellence, the podcast. As you know, it is your founder and host. It's your girl, Taylor Alexis. I just wanted to jump on here before we played a recording of the digital episode and say thank you, thank you, thank you. My podcast listeners, y'all have been here since day one and y'all always support me even when I don't put an episode out on time. I just been doing a lot of things, y'all. And you know, I'm still mostly by myself at this moment, but I know God is going to continue to bless this platform with more people that can help and support so that the digital show episodes come out on time, clips come out on time, these podcast episodes come out on time. Y'all, he gonna get me, he gonna get us together. But as y'all know, Pursue Excellence with Taylor Alexis started out as a podcast. Then God did his thing, blessed me with people in my life, blessed his platform. And now it airs as a digital show live from Facebook and YouTube bi-monthly on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So make sure y'all are tuned in. And with that, here's the episode. And welcome to Pursue Excellence, the digital show. I am your host, Taylor Alexis, and we thank you and appreciate you for tuning in. As you all know, Pursue Excellence is a show that is supporting and interviewing small businesses and brands and highlighting their encouraging stories and journeys. We will air live twice a month on Wednesdays from Facebook and YouTube at different times, so be sure to follow us on Instagram for all our announcements, dates, and times, y'all. We have a special guest with us here today, and so without further ado, we're just going to get right into the episode. Let's make sure you also are using the live chat box option. The live chat box is active, so drop all your questions, comments, concerns, feedback, in the chat box, and we just might be able to respond to your questions during the show. You never know. So on this week's episode, we will be interviewing Jessica McLean, who is the franchise owner of a black and white look eyeglass company. We are so excited and appreciate her for coming on the show. And you all will get to meet Jessica right after this commercial break. Diverse stories that tell what it means to be black. They say the roots never lie and they keep the spirit intact. Narrating a culture that transcends the skies and the seas, capturing a lifestyle with too many shots for just one scene. This is Maurice Magazine. Welcome back to the show. Shout out to our sponsors, y'all, Maurice, Mag, and aim to bt Please make sure you are supporting them while you're supporting the show. Click the like button below and make sure you subscribe if you're watching us on YouTube. So without further ado, let's bring Miss Jessica McLean on to the show. Woo! <laughs> hey, Miss. Jessica, how are you? 
Well, Taylor, thank you so much for the opportunity. Of course. We are so glad to have you on the show and learn more about Black and White Look Eyeglass Company. And so we'll just get right into the interview. So what okay. is the mission of Black and White Look Eyeglass Store? So number one has always been affordable eye care needs. It's what I've been doing since grade school. My family, my uncle uh, started Black and White Look Optico 34 years ago, and he always had glasses that everyone could afford starting at $39. So when I picked into the business, I was like, I got to stay on that same tune. And that's what has kept us to survive. And we also accept um, insurances, so Medicaid, Medicare, government insurances. So that is number one. Yes. Yeah, so this is a family business. That's what I like to hear. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so why did your uncle decide to start an eyeglass company? Well, I think that is a really good question because he sold like multiple things, flowers. He lived in California for some time, just had a, a hustler mentality, even like my grandmother sold Mary Kay. So I, I come from a family that are entrepreneurs. <laughs> It is um, the family life. And also my parents, like my parents worked in real estate as well. So everyone I've always been around have always had their own thing going on, paving their own way. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's I come from a family of fighters, a full strong woman as well. So I definitely understand where you're coming from. That is awesome. So tell us why eye health is important. I would say it shows your overall health. Even when you go into your primary care, they're usually going to ask, have you been to the dentist? Have you got your eyes tested? All of the doctors kind of work together to make sure you are overall healthy. And you could possibly be getting an eye exam and the the optometrists see that other things are going on that might be affecting you, whether it's um, diabetes, glaucoma, it could be other issues if you're taking certain medications for your health that could also affect your vision. So literally, the eyes tell the story of your health. Yes, that is true. Because um, a lot of diseases, too, just some of the first things to go is your eyesight. You know, I know my grandma, she has diabetes and she's blind in one of her eyes. Well, I think it's like 30% blind, but just as you're saying, that's the cause of, you know, the root problem. So mm -hmm. I definitely agree with that. So what can visitors expect when they come in and visit your eyeglass store? Is it just glasses? Are there sunglasses too? What else do you sell? Oh, yeah. So it is full service. It um, Prescription eyeglasses, non-prescription glasses. Of course, we do have contact lenses. If you even want contact lenses for the holiday, like, um, what would it be? Halloween. We have like Halloween lenses. If you want color contact lenses, of yeah. course, we just have the normal daily lenses. And of course, prescription eyeglasses. We have some fun, some fun pieces. Our 
our overall like experience is we're community based. We're it's it's family. It's friendly. We're gonna come in, and when you come in, we're gonna ask you a, a ton of questions and get all in your business. What mm-hmm. are you gonna use these glasses for? These contacts for? Oh my my little one. <laughs> you might see Ace when you're here too. My son sometimes comes into the office, so it is a, a full service experience. Beyond you just leaving with a nice pair of glasses for someone to compliment on, you do you are going to gain access to our email list, of course, Christmas um, parties, we do gift boxes, all types of lovely things just to keep you coming back and let you know we really love you and Carrie, and we appreciate your support because we know that you are number one. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, that's so fun. I never knew or even thought about getting, you know, the Halloween accessories, the color contacts from an eyeglass store. You know, it just never crossed my mind. So it's good that y'all sell those. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. It's much safer. I know some people just might go to a beauty supply or over the counter. It is much safer to mm-hmm. come to us because we're going to make sure, one, it fits your eye. It's not going to irritate your eye. It's going to have a warranty. It's going to last longer than that one day you might wear. You might want to use that lens the following years. So, you know, it's an investment if you want it to be. I know sometimes look at, some people look at that as just a, a couple hours of fun. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So how does it feel and what's your experience being a franchise owner? It's been really great. We Okay, so I'm originally from Detroit. So I moved to D.C. in 2012. And the goal had always been to open an optical store. It was just a matter of where and all of the other locations are in Michigan. And I did just want to push us out further. I'm like, I want us to be mm-hmm. in like every city. So somebody has to take the plunge and go to other cities. <laughs> so before being yep. here, I was in upstate New York. And it was a little too cold. It was like, uh, and you know, I just didn't feel like it was where I wanted to stay for a long period of time. And then when I came to Washington, I was like, oh yeah, this is a win. President Obama was in office. I was really hyped up because everyone I was meeting where I was working in the White House. So I'm on the train. I'm meeting mm-hmm. all these young black people working in the White House that made me extremely excited. And I was like, yes, it needs to be here. And the location, we're on the Black Broadway. So U Street is like mm-hmm. the heart of the Black. It, all the Black people are going to be here. This is where the Black businesses started. So I just love the history of U Street. So it was a win-win when I found a location that worked out for us. So I actually actually love the idea of being a franchise owner. And I plan on having more. <laughs> yes, we can't wait to see it. We will always be here to support I told you before, I don't wear my glasses on this show, y'all. I wear my contacts, but I have glasses now. My next pair will be from Black and White Look, y'all. So watch out for the reviews and make sure you get your glasses (laughs) and contacts from Black and White Look. I can't wait to get started. Of course. So what are one of the challenges to being an owner? Well, so... COVID number one was like a, a, mm-hmm. a complete shock because the first few weeks of it, we pretty much turned into the shipping department. Everyone wanted, no one wanted to come in. So we were like running to the post office. We were just here packing. We were mailing everything. So we had to make our website better. And it exposed mm-hmm. my website not being that great 
because I was used to people coming in and shopping and the experience of being here. Although we did have a website where people could buy, I still didn't have like all of my merchandise on there. And just, Mm -hmm. you know, it just was not as professional as it is now. So that did put me, I kind of liked that, you know, because it did guide me like, okay, Jessica, this needs to be like much better. Mm -hmm. And of course, you're always wanting more and better. So I feel like the challenge sometimes with myself is wanting to have the most unique frames, wanting to have frames that I don't see anyone else with. So mm-hmm. I know that other optical stores follow me on social media and, you know, they start to copy, which I know that everyone's yeah. going to do it. But the, the pettiness in me is like, OK, I don't want to carry those anymore. We're going to get something else because I just like to have that little edge of having more like boutique fashion. Our office is small. It's mm-hmm. like less than a thousand square feet. We only get so many of each piece. We try to only get so many of that one pair of glasses each time. So everybody's not walking around with the same thing. And yep. so those are the small challenges, I would say, you know, beyond the wanting people to come into the door and support and just the constant Um, post of content, you know, being up on everything Mm -hmm. that's going on. Yes. Yes. I could definitely relate. Especially with the posting of the content, I'm still trying to keep up and learn that, of course. (laughs) But yes, consistency. Oh, no, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, it's fine. I was just saying just being consistent. (laughs) Exactly. So that you stay on people's radar. That's the thing. Um, And so you mentioned virtual shopping. So tell us more about the virtual shopping experience. What can visitors do when they go and visit your website? They see a pair of glasses they like or sunglasses, contacts. Yeah, so we would reach, we could have them either email or they could schedule a virtual time slot from 15 to 30 minutes. We would ask like a few questions about them if they want to use any insurance, because some of the insurances have certain glasses that they can pick from. And let's say they pick something on our website in particular that might not be covered. We might give a dollar amount. So we do like to establish that before. You know, so when we start the shop virtual shopping experience, they're not immediately like, oh, I thought I would be able to get these. I have, let's say I have DC government insurance. And, you know, they only mm-hmm. give a hundred so dollars. You know, we will let them know, like, you could put that towards that frame. Or if they have a, what would it be, a health savings card, the debit card, the HSA account. Just letting them know mm-hmm. that few tidbits before we even get on the virtual call with them. And then um, one of the ladies actually walks around with the iPad, you know, pulling out glasses and showing them. We'll try them on. We have different uh, skin tones of people to try them on to give them an idea of if that will work Mm -hmm. for them. And then, of course, we'll talk about prescription, if they are putting prescription in these glasses and kind of go from there. And it's been pretty successful. A small amount of people have actually done it. Most people do just want to come in. But a lot of people, I feel, that are purchasing our glasses, like via the phone, on the website, mm-hmm. no complaints. So yeah. I like it. Yeah, it's working. It's working. If it ain't broke, don't mm-hmm. fix it. <laughs> <laughs> but exactly. So thank you, Jessica. 
for the first half of the interview. We have some more exciting questions to ask you and we look forward to your responses. We'll get right into the, back into the interview after this commercial break. Save 10% off your entire purchase by using code TaylorAlexis at checkout at thelipbar.com. That's using code TaylorAlexis at checkout at thelipbar.com. Now that's a lip, sis. To the show, y'all. I am your host, Taylor Alexis, and we are interviewing the franchise owner of Black and White Look, Jessica McLean. Let's bring her back on the show. Yes, y'all, we are so excited. Remember, the live chat box is active. Subscribe to our YouTube page and like us on Facebook. Also, make sure you are following Miss McLean and Black and White Look on Instagram. We'll get her social media at the end of the show. So, let's get back into the interview. So, what's one misconception about eye care? The hesitant with getting glasses. Sometimes people are just willing to squint for a long time or wait until it's time to go to the DMV and not pass the exam. <laughs> or sometimes a, a little bit older patients, patients that are like in their 40s or 50s, they might say, I don't wear glasses. But they're when they get at a dinner table and they're trying to read a menu, you can see them pulling the menu back. If you ever see somebody like adjusting something in front of them, they can't see. So they're just doing yeah. whatever they can to try to see. They might ask to use your phone for a light. That It's just the hesitant to get glasses. They feel like they look old or it's, it cripples them. When actually mm -hmm. it's a fashion statement. So many people wear glasses for fashion and it's only it's not only the summertime when you feel like glasses should be fashion because the sun is out, honestly, all year round. Exactly. Yeah, and that's the thing, like you said, it's hard to try to find those cute frames. That's why we need to go to black and white look, because I'm the same way. <laughs> I do not like my frames, you know, matching other people. Like, we're all walking around with the same glasses, but I completely understand. <laughs> so when should a child's eyes start to be examined? At what age or around what age range? So normally when you take the baby to the primary care doctor, they'll kind of guide you because they can kind of tell if a child is having problems seeing. But uh, average like school kids, let's say they're two and three, they're not having any issues. They're not bumping into walls. Nothing odd is going on. Usually wait till they can kind of say their ABCs clearly. So I would say about two to three years old is a good age. Currently, we don't see any kids that young. It's only going to be a few offices where you can take a child that young. You would want to kind of like call around for that because they have like other tools because obviously this kid is probably not going to just sit still, read the chart. They're going to have other little mm -hmm. tools to make sure that they get the correct prescription. So our age, we would usually start at a child at about five years old. Okay. Okay. That's mm -hmm. good to know. And so are there, I'll say, let's say a child starts at five years old and then there are, the vision is 2020 and even for adults, how often should we keep up with our eye prescription and go to the eye doctor? Should it still be every year, even though let's say the doctor told us we had 2020 vision? 
So as a young child, I would I would probably be consistent with the yearly checkup because you're going to still be yearly with their primary care. And you want to kind of stay in that realm of making sure you catch something before something is, before, you know, you don't know that something is going on because when it does come to children, they're probably not going to tell you that they cannot see. They are willing to sit in the back of the classroom and squint. They're not going. They're not going to ever let you know. So that's why they do have the visual screenings in the school system. I know that we were working with the agency year um, yearly, where we were doing free eye screening um, during the back to school events, because a lot of kids don't know that they can't see. And as a, far as an adult. They can usually go every two years, but insurances do cover every year. Prescriptions usually for contact lenses expire every year. So a little bit, mm -hmm. if you're like 15 and older, I would say at least every two years for yourself because you would definitely do what you have to do to make sure you can see better, especially if you're driving. Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say, especially if you're driving. I know for me, I see better at night with my contacts. So I'm making sure I'm keeping up with that prescription, like you said, and I run out too. So I have to buy them every year. Um, so exactly what you said. So now, I guess, what is it like transitioning from putting your franchise owner hat on to then being your mom and the social life and a wife, how does that transition feel for you? It's actually kind of fun. You know, Aze is only two years old and he is a ball of fun. So much energy. It definitely brings me right where I need to be because I can get all up in my head about what I need to do to make some money or whatever things, sometimes things that don't matter. <laughs> so I am mm -hmm. so super, super excited when it's time to go and pick him up. He recently started daycare this year. I was so nervous Aww. because of COVID and just the whole mm -hmm. separation, but it's, it's amazing to see him grow up. And um, my husband is just super supportive with the business. So it's, it's, it, it works. It, it works. We're mm -hmm. off on the weekends. The weekend is our, our fun Monday through Friday. We're all in, but on the weekends, is when you know we can kind of do our activities and and it works out yeah. well actually yeah that's a good flow that's what I, I don't have any kids or a husband yet but when i do that's exactly how i wanted to be just a great flow with the work and life balance mm -hmm. and so what's one piece of advice you could give to other franchise owners that are maybe just starting out so I would lean into the social media platforms because mm -hmm. honestly, you get lots of support from people you just don't even know. I, I know you can depend, you think about family and friends being your first line of uh, people to purchase. And sometimes mm -hmm. that is just not the case. It's uh, sometimes it's literally someone in a whole nother state that's just looking and flipping and clicking. So consistency and that's where my team comes into play because they push the consistency. Because sometimes I'm people or just like, oh, we don't have to put anything out there today. And they're like, oh, yes, we, we have it. They, they already have it. I mean, they have, we have like an ultimate system because of them. <laughs> I love them so much. I'm nothing without the team. If you can get a team, 
I'm telling you. If, but if you're a one person show, I've been that before too. So mm-hmm. you have to do it yourself, even if it's up late at night using the different apps to schedule your content for you, what you can't do. Um, they do have mm-hmm. um, cheaper things that you could do instead of hiring someone. So I would definitely say that consistent. Yes, that's good advice. And how, so you mentioned, you know, the transition from you were there, you started out by yourself and then now you have a team. So at what point in your business or was there a certain indicator where you were like, okay, now I can't afford a team or now um, I need help? So, yeah, so it would have been year two. Year one, I was I was getting there, but I was still too afraid to kind of jump out there because I didn't feel like as many people were coming into the door. But then once I got an optometrist on staff, I did need more um, more support because I was like doing everything myself. You know, we're doing the eye exam. Then once they come out the eye exam, then they want to pick out the glasses and then the next person's coming in. Yeah, I was working for a while. I just kind of <laughs> spread out my appointments. But then I was like, if I get a team, then I can see more people. So it just, I had to kind of relinquish my, let me be all in control of everything. And that was mm-hmm. the best decision ever because I get you can be running around like crazy. <laughs> exactly. You got to delegate to keep the stress off of you. And it helps everyone because your team gets to learn things as well. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. So what can we look forward to for Black and White? Look in 2021, well, the rest of 2021. Well, we do want to do a new location. I don't know where yet, but that is the goal. And we will be select hand selecting some brand ambassadors for our um, this. And we, we have we have like little welcome bo- welcome goodies for oh, them. And, <laughs> and I'll send some to you too, Taylor. And Thank we're definitely you. gonna give them like a pair of sunglasses, a pair of just uh, regular classes as well. And you will see them on our um, page, our social media and on our website. And I think I think that's all for right now. <laughs> so just staying consistent. Yes, well, we're looking forward to you expanding in a new location. I'm here for it. We will always be here to encourage you all Thank you so much for coming on the show, Jessica. One last question. Let our viewers know how they can connect with you and a black and white look. So our website is blackandwhitelook.com. That is spelled all out. And then um, also the social media, the Instagram is blackandwhitelook. We're on Facebook as well under the same name, blackandwhitelook. And then my personal page is Mrs. McLean. Thank you. So make sure oh, y'all man. go and follow. Mm-hmm. Hold on one more thing. I did want to say that we do take um, the insurances because I know everyone's always like, do you take insurance? That's like the number one question and insurances that you do take. So we take almost all insurance like BSP, DC Medicaid, what is it? DC government, um, Care First, which is under like Blue um, Blue Cross Blue Shield, and we do have glasses for as low as forty nine dollars. So we have forty nine dollars glasses for kids on our website too. So we just want to let you know that. 
Yes, thank you. Make sure y'all go and support y'all. These are cheap for frames. If you don't wear glasses, you may not know, but starting at $50 is a good price. And does that include this um, prescription? <laughs> for kids, for kids, it does include the prescription. Okay. If you are an adult that wear, um, hold on. Oh, actually for adults too, for bifocals, if it's going to be the one with the line. Okay. I know sometimes people are like, I want progressive lenses. So yes, that will include the prescription. Okay, so y'all heard it. Y'all heard it. Make sure you go and support. Thank you so much, Jessica, again, for coming on the Thank show. You. We really appreciate you. Thank you. <laughs> and now we are done with the interview. Thank you all for tuning in. Continue to ask your questions and we'll get them over to Jessica and see if she can answer them. Make sure you go and support following them in, on Instagram at a black and white look, the website blackandwhitelook.com and on Facebook, y'all. That was so exciting. And now we're going to get into our good news. So our good news today goes out to high schooler Deja Taylor. This 17-year-old was able to invent a surgical suitor that helps, that changes colors and helps patients in Africa determine diseases. So let's watch this video where Deja Taylor explains her invention and her project. And my project is a novel suture additive, the use of beet extract to assess for surgical wound infection. Well, for my project, I created sutures that are dyed in beet juice that can ch that change color when the infection is present. So this happens because um, beet juice beets period are a natural indicator, and they change at the pivotal moment of eight and nine. Well, our skin is naturally acidic, having a pH of five. So when our wounds are infected, they climb to a pH of nine. Now, because beet beets change at that pivotal moment, there's a color change that is visible between the pH of between the pH of five and nine. So that is my project and it was based on the entire um, disproportionality. Yes. And so um, as Deja was saying, this was based on out of West, I think it was West Africa or Africa, but to help people dealing with medical issues there. So shout out to Deja, the 17 year old from Iowa. City, West City High School, y'all. And that is our good news for today. And it's a wrap. So make sure, again, y'all are following us on YouTube, Instagram, and on Facebook. Stay tuned for our next show, which will be next Wednesday at 6 p.m. I'll be interviewing the founders of Marketing by Melanin. And they also have their marketing and branding company, as well as the podcast, which is called Powered by Melanin. So stay tuned and excited for our next guest next Wednesday at 6 p.m. And that's it. Peace, love, and blessings.